2: Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes post game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Liam Merrill here with Steve Peters. Craig Morgan will be joining us live from Healer River Arena in a little bit. But Petey, his wow. game took a turn from wow, what happened. The end of the second to this very moment, and I still haven't collected my <laughs> thoughts entirely.
1: I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what happened. It it it, it was I, honestly it, that first forty minutes um, kind of didn't look so good. But yeah. again, this is exactly what you expect with a, a roster with eleven guys from the American League in it, include I guess two college kids and nine uh, American Leaguers playing a team that's going into the playoffs on fire, averaging over four goals a game over their last 12. Like you expected it to be that kind of game. I, 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 I literally I'm almost speechless. Cause what happened in the third period, it was two, two different things. One, the guys didn't give up and we've seen them do that. Unfortunately, over the last couple of weeks, the we've seen them fall apart in the, you know, later as the game went on and I don't know what happened to St. Louis. Like they just, they just appeared. They couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't make passes. They couldn't get the puck. They couldn't get it on the forecheck. Wow. Wow. Their coaching staff on that plane ride home is going to be a little bit grumpy because they just fell apart.
2: I know they did, and the tank might have fallen apart too. But we'll get to that later because let's just talk about some positives for (laughs) once on this show. But, I mean, we've we've been positive. okay. No, yeah, we've been as been. positive
1: we can be, Leah as positive we have. we, can we be. have.
2: But there were actually like actually really cool positive things. And, like you said, at the end of two, the coyotes only had nine shots through two periods. And then they came back in the third, scored three goals back to back to back. I mean, there were some amazing moments, which we'll get to. And they outshot St. Louis in that third period. I think it was eleven to three which is just unbelievable. You said St. Louis is a, is a team going to the playoffs. So forgetting about all the consequences aside for Arizona, which will, like I said, we'll table sure that we'll for later. It. It's a fun feeling to spoil it, 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 a team like St. Louis. You
1: know what? And one other thing that we'll, we'll talk about in that third period, and, and I, I did some math and I know I actually did pull out a calculator for this because I'm not that adept. So you, you look at the Coyote scores tonight. Smith, college kid's seventh NHL game. Boko Omama second NHL game Carconi 18th the the veteran of the group was JJ Moser playing his 40th NHL game go to St. Louis's goal scores Falk 280 Barbershop, 348 Sod 707 and Brown 66 for a grand total of for the goal scores tonight St. Louis was 1401 NHL games the Coyotes 67 and that just kind of to me that encapsulates this whole thing they combined for 67 NHL games. That's insane that this team was able to keep up with a team that some now are saying is one of the powerhouses in the West. You talk about Calgary, you talk about Colorado, and people are talking about St. Louis right now. So good on them, and I you talk about that that young energy and all of those players. You know, you look at Smith having an impact next year. Mc McBain, I thought, is another good game. Again, for him. he
2: had more more opportunities. Like it's just a matter of time for him.
1: Yeah. So it's just, I, I thought he was getting it again tonight. There, there were two, I thought that one, he in the third period, he to take the, to, to tie the game. He didn't, it was before Mosers. I thought for sure he was going to score. Then it goes back to the point. I thought he was going to get a tip on it and I go, Oh, he just missed. He's it's coming. Like he's around it constantly. So again, we know what this is. We know what the purpose of the season is. We understand it's a rebuild. Everybody gets it. But to see players like Smith and McBain, make an impact in carcone even a 25 year old because Emama Im- getting his first goal absolutely fantastic do i think Boko mama is part of the future of the coyotes probably not I mean, I mean he he's he's been in the minors for a long time he's he fits in great and he was a great spark club for today the point is there are great young pieces in the future of this coyotes franchise right now and that's before we even get to the draft <sighs> maybe I mean, maybe there's hope. Maybe we can stop sighing. I mean, I, I hope so. You'll
2: never stop sighing. No,
1: I probably never will. But...
2: <laughs> I know. And this is one of those games where you see those moments, and it was really cool on all four of the Coyotes' goals. oh, Someone who played for the Roadrunners was a factor in all of those goals. Yeah. So that's really cool and really special. And, you know, even if everyone we just mentioned is so – even half of them are part of the future, these are those moments that are really cool to see. Smith getting his – second NHL goal tonight, seeing McBain still in the action, seeing Carcone, seeing Mosier on the score sheet, like that's really exciting and it kind of gives you hope that in a few years down the line these are going to be the players that are going to be hopefully part of that group and it's going to be really cool to think, wow, remember that season where they only won 22 games and now they're winning I don't know, what's, yeah. a, what's a reasonable number?
1: <laughs> well, in more the than 40s? 22. Yeah, well <laughs> Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll get there. That's cool. Our jets for a little bit, Leah, but it's good. And and the other thing, like you mentioned, you talked about Tucson. This plan is working. I mean, that's, a, that's what you're supposed to do develop players down in your minor league team in the American league and have them play in the national league and make an impact way sooner than we anticipated clearly. But I tell you what, I mean, I, I'm not getting ahead of myself because this team is still in the battle for the basement and they're still looking at the draft. I get it, but there are some things to look forward to. And remember, like there's been times in the franchise where you go, God, there's nothing to look forward to. There's yeah. just nothing. And, yeah. and now this Smith kid, I tell you what, Smith and McBain, they're players, they can play. Um, so well, let's see. What does Dylan Gunther do? He was on Twitter again tonight. He, you know, you get another goal in the playoffs um in the Western League. So there are some good young pieces. Just hang in there, people. I know it's hard. And the first 40 minutes today, it's like, oh my God, is there something else to do? Can we go, go play knee hockey in the concourse? Can we do something? And and that third period was electric. I mean, it was it, it looked like fun to be in the building. And that's the first time I can say that in a long time. I
2: know. Honest to God. By the way, my friends are. In the chat right now that is what everybody is seeing those are people that i know in real life they are <laughs> hyping me up but i think sean was is kicking them out so sorry friends but <laughs> <laughs> um, let's look at tonight by the numbers um like we said the, i mean the coyotes were getting severely outshot it was that third period that's something you can't really get a sense of uh, from this but the penalty kill rain is finally over for the Coyotes. They let in a power play goal, which is unfortunate. And then they finally had some chance on the power play, which they hadn't had for a while. But, you know,
1: again, they, they, the they numbers a don't really paint an accurate Keller.
2: photo. Like without yeah. Keller.
1: That's like, I mean, a problem, right? And we, we've talked about that. And the shots on goal, like you said, through two, it was 28 to nine. I and mean, it was clearly it was a tale of two games. Um, even by the numbers don't clearly show that the difference between the first two and the third. All I can say is what I saw in the chat earlier the coyotes have heart and I got to give it to them for not giving up and quitting on this game. Cause they very easily could have.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's what I'm taking away from this game, forgetting about what the consequences could be. Like we said, for the tank that, that, that third period was awesome and it was special and really cool to see how things unfolded and, it was, it was a double, it was double fun because it's fun to watch a play. It's, you know, it's a playoff team. St. Louis is a playoff team. They, ha- they literally have clinched a playoff spot. So it's not like that happened against New Jersey or Anaheim. Like it that, that was fun. And I know that part of it was on their end too, but let's talk about what happened in that third period that started the success. And let's start with, I think for me, the biggest moment of tonight's game which is that Boko Imama scored his first NHL goal in just his second NHL game. And I have to tell you, when they showed his family in the stands yeah. right after, like I almost felt choked up.
1: Yeah. And they just they couldn't make it in for his first game travel plans and getting across the border is difficult. And, and luckily, they were able to make it in today for this game. And you know what? He had a scoring chance earlier in the game. I mean, the one where Jan Janique the goalie in. He was kind of around it there too. So yeah. you know what? I I can't believe we're saying this, but he, he that was a great goal. And it
2: was it was like it was, like, a it was hard pretty. Escape.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he worked to get that. Like, it was a really good goal. And you're right. When they show his family in the stands, you're like you just you just you get that little sense of pride for the kid. And and you could tell. One thing for me is when something like that happens, look at how the teammates react. Look at the players on the ice and how they react. And how they were genuinely excited for Boko and how you, you have to go watch the replay of it. Janine goes right to the net to get the puck. And you could just see the exuberance and excitement of the teammates, which lets you know, hey, the, they're excited for this kid. And that, that makes it even more special because you go, oh, they're, they're excited for him. They're happy for him. So that makes us happy for him and the family's happy for him it was a really good moment. And even we were texting amongst each other and we were just <laughs> boco exclamation point, exclamation point. Like everybody's happy for the kid and, and what he's, he's gone through to get to this point just to play in the NHL is, is amazing. And now he's got his first goal. So that's what turned it around. And honestly, that's where the momentum started. And it really started did, and, and
2: it wasn't just another goal, like you said. All those things that you just said—that that's a spark plug to the rest of the team—and it really did have that effect. Because look at what happened in the next ten well, less minutes. Well, in a minute.
1: Well, less than yeah. A minute less later, they scored again. The
2: seconds later, they scored again, and then look how the rest of the period unfolded. So it was awesome to see. Great to see him get on the board. Like you said, he had that was in on that play earlier with unique and he, he was all over the place and he was on the ice a bunch more tonight. Um, And for the second night in a row, Goku mama is our DraftKings king of the wow. game, which he deserves because his, he had his first NHL goal. We didn't even have to, all we had to do was change the type on the, the graphic. We didn't even have to do a new photo or anything or change the name.
1: That's so, amazing. Back to back. Day.
2: You know what? Lee, it's have to rare that a, Maybe ha- Clayton Keller or Schmaltz, probably.
1: I think Veggie probably. Maybe Veggie,
2: maybe Wedgie. But, like, this is an exclusive list that Boko is on. a very
1: exclusive list that Boko yeah. has just joined. is back-to-back DraftKings, king of the game. But he deserves it 100%. He it did. It did. And, and you know what? Again, we talked about so many different people, the, that exuberance of those young players at this time of the year when you're clearly out of it. And you look at how well those young players are skating. Even, you know, Michele, Carconi, Emama, um, Smith, McBain, all of those guys, their feet are moving because they're just damn excited to be there. And so, you know what, that's the spark they needed. And I, I think that that's what gave them the little bit of energy. And I, I truthfully, the St. Louis Blues kind of hung up their skates in the second and decided that they were going to coast through the third. Oh, my gosh, Leah. <laughs> and they're off. <laughs> wow.
2: wow! There they go. They're excited about Bogos first. I still goal. can't
1: believe it. it. It was fun, and and that St. Louis Blues team. I'll be I'll be really really honest. I was very concerned with them coming into town. They are in a in a race with the Minnesota Wild for home ice advantage. That's imperative for that series. They needed a win, and they didn't. So, I, oh yeah, they did. I keep thinking it was a win for the Coyotes. <laughs> I know, sorry.
2: right? Was,
1: I'm it's, sorry, I gotta wait it's funny what we my as part. It's I know, but that's a win for us, win. right? I know. You the DNVR, know, we'll they actually get. get real wins. We This is a win. That's a like,
2: this I was have. actually the 10th straight loss. <laughs> so I know. Just... We're sitting
1: here talking about it like we're we're having a parade. I know. It's 10th straight loss. <laughs> the losses. street
2: racers are gearing up for the <clears> parade <throat> down the street. Um, and also, a note about Mama's goal. He's the seventh player with a first NHL goal for the Coyotes this season. So it's crazy. Just absolutely insane. And, you know, you talk about... What has led to this point? 541 man games lost now for the Coyotes. It's absolutely unbelievable. Beagle out the other night. Richie's still out. Lad Lad. is now out day to day. It's just one after the next after the next. They recall Unique today. And I mean, honestly, I know that his goal got waved off, but Unique was part of the mix. Yeah, he was a factor. So just absolutely unbelievable what this team. That is, this team is not the team that we saw in the beginning of March.
1: But this kind of gives it this this whole. And I just started thinking of this because I've been talking about a win for the first ten minutes of the show, <laughs> and they didn't. Might win. as well. <laughs> but that's kind of where this season is, right? Like that's that's kind of what we've been talking about for almost eighty games now. Which you know we're seventy nine games in, and this is a win for this team. It's a moral victory. It's a, this is a win, and, and and that's all we've ever asked for during the rebuild is to be competitive work hard and try to be in it till the end and that's exactly what this team did and i'll be honest at the end of the second period i was like really we got to watch another period of this that's how like, i, I I'm, felt I'm i was thinking about
2: mad. i was thinking about what other topics we could talk about on the show <laughs> like it was gonna Same. be misery um Same. but it, and it was really
1: exciting and so i know I, we talk about that young blood and that young influence and i think that that's what what allowed this spark to happen when you look at the goal scores being guys, like we said, that that are really new to the league and have that excitement still when it's this tough. And you know who else almost had a goal again, Phil Kessel in the third period at a wide open rest shot in the third again.
2: I just cannot believe that Phil Kessel still hasn't scored. We've been saying for like two months, Oh, he only has two goals left till 400. And he's there and he's still getting points. Like he's getting assists almost every night. But
1: he's is that just... a, is a, we have to go do my I have to go check it. That might be 30 games now with one goal. It might be 30. One in thirty. Yeah. And anyway, we talk about a hey, Harry Sattery. He, he um <clears throat> The I was concerned for him too. You talk about his start in the first period, you go, uh oh, like that went through him, and you go, Oh no, oh no, it's gonna be a long night. Last game he gave up seven against Calgary. You go, I Oh know. no, this could be tough. And you know what? He locked her down in the third period when he really needed to be good. He still made a couple of saves that that helped this team get it to overtime. So I know it's just a moral victory and not two points in the standings, but but he did lock it down in the goal. He's got no chance. I mean, you look at the there's some miscommunication off of the face off and nobody takes Falk because everybody chases the puck. But that's understandable. Again, you have young guys on the ice and they're exuberant. And you saw that with the defending through the first period, there were so many missed defensive assignments. But again, the kids that are doing it are 19 to 22 and they're just chasing the puck like a little puppy. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, well, there's the puck. There's the puck. And they chase it around. And (laughs) instead of going, wait, I'm supposed to stay here. That's my man. So you get it. When when you're working that hard, you kind of give them a free pass, um, that it's okay to make mistakes. Exuberant mistakes like that are okay. So, you know, we'll we'll take this as a, as a partial victory. Yeah.
2: And I think Sauturi had a game much like the coyotes where it kind of stabilized toward the end. Um, So hopefully these last three games for the Coyotes will be competitive games. I do feel like things have taken a turn in the last, you know, it was really, really bad for a while. It's kind of stabilized. So all we can ask for is three losses for the tank, three Montreal wins for the tank, and close competitive games for the Coyotes. And on that note, here's Craig. Craig. Who did not come in an elevator this time, by the way? Craig, no elevator. You you don't
1: get the music if you don't take the elevator.
0: I'd like to begin this news conference by discussing uh, (laughs) this this tragic Coyotes OT loss. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Tragic because they lost, or tragic because it went to overtime, Craig?
0: Tragic because it went to overtime and they got a point.
2: Yep. Here comes the realism. We were saving it for when you got. We it.
1: saved you for this part. We've been the positive <laughs> uh, show for the first 18 minutes. We've been positive. We've been trying to put this part of the show off because we need to talk about it. This is yep. a big deal. I didn't even the bother going up,
0: real. by the way, to the press box tonight. I just stayed in the interview room here. I'm I'm working with this backdrop. I'm getting chirped by Duncannon right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Craig, what does this mean for Seriously. the thing? You know what it means. They're now ahead of Montreal, and you've seen Montreal's schedule. So, was it worth it to get to OT and lose 30 seconds in? So now you don't have the best odds. This is such a classic Coyotes franchise (laughs) moment. We remember the win in Buffalo, don't we, Petey? Yeah, I feel like this this, the same thing. This OT loss is the same thing. This is they're going to drop to second best odds. Montreal's going to win because Canadian teams always win when they have the worst record in the league because. The league always makes sure that happens. And then some other team is going to come in, jump over the Coyotes, and they're going to draft third.
1: Do do you recall the end of the baseball season last year, Craig?
0: Yeah, we we were talking about it tonight. Todd Walsh and I were talking about it before the third period. Only I I was saying to him, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be just like the Diamondbacks walk off to blow the number one pick. The Coyotes are going to beat Nashville in the last game of the season to jump over Montreal, but they didn't wait for that. They, they ended up getting a point tonight, and now they're they're in 31st, and okay. Montreal's going to lose all three games.
2: But let me try and be positive for one sec about this. You know, we said, well, look at Montreal's rest of their schedule. What is it?
1: It's Florida. Boston, New York, and Florida. Okay, Two so of them those... are home in Montreal. Boston And Florida has nothing to Florida. play for on that last game.
0: Okay, yeah, but Florida's obvious. like what 13 straight games.
2: <laughs> okay, so insane. like that's horrible. That's horrible. But yeah. did we not do that for the coyotes and say, oh, St. Louis, St. Louis, we Minnesota did. Dallas, and They're look what the Coyotes win. did. So I don't know. It could happen. I'm just trying to be positive.
1: Yeah. Boston, I tell you what, I will say this because I watched the Boston Bruins earlier today. Oh boy, the Pasternak's back and that team, they look really, really good. And I I, I of those <laughs> the schedule like you look at minnesota dallas and nashville they're all going to make the playoffs probably boston new york and florida are really good hockey teams so we'll see you're right Leah. you're right maybe they get a hot goaltender and they win they get take boston overtime and that's all they need they just need one point in overtime so now we gotta now we'll have to scoreboard watch
0: ain't happening canadian teams tank. tank right when they tank
1: they tank right. They do it the right way for right. Yeah.
2: Right yeah. for right. Tank right for right. <laughs>
0: Lord. I can't, well, I can't believe like... what I saw here. And also, can we talk about how it came from notable goal scorers, Boko Imama, <laughs> Michael Carcone, and JJ Mosier to get this game to OT?
1: Well, and Nathan Smith. Well, the three. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm talking about. You the missed 13. the stat. And I'm going to repeat it again for the audio listeners so they can pull over and, and um, the, the goal scorers for St. Louis versus. Arizona, I'll say it again, total games played 1,401 for the St. Louis Blues goal scores, 67 for the Coyotes goal scores. So, yes, you're right, Craig. If you thought you were going to get a goal from uh, Phil Kessel tonight, you did not. It was Boko Imama. Did you get a chance to talk to his parents or talk to Boko tonight?
0: Did not actually, we, we just got bare tonight, uh, but obviously a really cool moment for Boko and mama to get his first goal. His, his parents are here and his sisters are here at the game. So really, really cool moment. They, they weren't obviously able to get to his NHL debut. So, Hey, come in and it see out. his first goal instead. Yeah. And it was, it was a, it was a good goal. It was a legit goal. He went hard to the net. Good for him. Took a, I think it was an accidental feed from Alex Galchenyuk who just lost the puck off his stick as he was thinking about passing. But Boko was there. He was on the doorstep, went hard, and buried it. And then the celebration was awesome. It was just great to see. I
2: really think that was the reason the game turned around. Like, everyone was just so energized.
0: Mm. I'm going to agree with Delia. The whole building was, yeah. The whole building was fun to watch.
2: I've seen a lot of comments um, in our chat tonight just that people who were at the game said it was the loudest they've heard the building in a while. Did you feel that, Craig?
0: Yeah, it was it was definitely rocking after Boko scored. There was a lot of emotion in the building, and and you may be right that may have been what sparked them in the third period. But let's let's be honest too. St. Louis came into that third period just thinking they were skating out of Gila River Arena with a win, and why would they think anything otherwise, given you know what they had done the first two periods in the lineup they were facing. So those things combined, and we got to OT, and then St. Louis decided ah, we better play for a win, and 30 seconds is all it
1: took. <laughs> Craig, are you we're in the studio on the next week, right? Yeah, so Craig, I have a favorite ask we are there. This is totally everybody listening. Just mute for a second. This is personal. Craig, <laughs> is Greg Dillard still there? You need to, he's got our Thor bobblehead for the studio. And if you oh. could grab that, that would save money. buddy, it, it, buddy awesome. I've already got it. Already oh, yeah. got it.
2: amazing. Yeah.
1: amazing. yeah, that's coming. Greg to Dillard see. also came in here
0: just a few minutes before we went on the air and turned out the lights on me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's by the way, that's our tagline for the last game, isn't it? Turn off the lights. Yes, seriously. Seriously. Oh my god. And I will be speeding away from Glendale. Craig, there's just (laughs) there's just one. There's one left. That's just
2: unbelievable.
0: Well, there's breakup day the next day. So you know, it's it's a 7:30 start, and then I think they're probably gonna do breakup. You know, you know how they do it, PDL start at 9 a.m. I'm I'm seriously thinking. Of getting a hotel room and staying out here after the game because the game's gonna end so late in our show and then yeah, almost 11, happen-
1: 1130 30. And that's actually yeah. smart, Craig. Yeah. Wow. Look at yeah. you. Hmm. And plus we'll yeah, we get shows and we got we got to talk about Or I'll that just
0: too. I'll just sleep in this room, maybe, and use the showers next to yeah. i yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I'll do, I'll I'll use Jason Rudy's cot.
1: Yes, he's he, oh. Jason Rudy spent many a night at Gila River <laughs> Arena. And yeah, speaking of know. Gila River Arena, Leah.
2: Yes. Which, which thing are you queuing me up for? Is no. it the number two moment? There's a lot yeah, of let's, directions
0: let's, let's, we Let's can get go that one two moment yeah, That it. was a great moment in our show's P- history. Okay,
2: Speaking okay, of Gila River in it. But P- has been doing this so much lately and he's going like, I'm queuing you up. go.
1: Just like- go. <laughs> That's all. Let's get through all the shit we got to talk about. and Let's go. All
2: right. Well, let's talk about the number two. Let's talk about the number two moment in Gila River Arena history as this was the second to last ever game there and this one for me I mean obviously it's up there on the list obviously because it's not our number two but for me personally it's one of my top and of course that is on May 7th 2012 when Mike Smith stopped 31 of 32 shots Derek Morris and Martin Hansel each scored and the Coyotes beat the Predators 2-1 to to advance to the Western Conference final and I will start because I was there and for me, yep there I Look am at, at that. 16 Look oh, little that, Leah Merrill. So the reason I was there is because a family friend of ours is was a longtime uh, director for NBC and she was directing this game. So I actually got to go in the TV truck and watch the game there, watch her direct <laughs> and then we got to go I got to go in the booth in the arena where they direct the scoreboard and the jumbotron very very cool and i'll just never forget that moment where they won the game and the energy in the building and the whiteout and the towels and that moment as a coyotes fan like as a coyotes fan that was the peak moment for me and i'm so happy that i got to be there so i'll let you guys talk about your experience there but that was mine
1: pd uh i wonder yeah, what i'm just speechless for a second. she was 16 craig like, right. We were in our 40s. Like, I had gray <laughs> hair at that one. Like, what the hell happened? How did it get like this? <laughs> um, the moment was unreal. It's my. Yeah. Uh, uh, I had some really cool moments when I played. I think we won a Pee Wee tournament or something. I'm sure I did something really cool when I played. This was unbelievable. When you talk about electric and you talk about, we talk about a lot at the studio electric and fire and lit and all those things. That was Unbelievable! The atmosphere in Gila river arena packed to the gills with everybody wearing white and going to the Western conference finals. That's eight games away from the Stanley cup. You know how hard that is to get there. That is unbelievable. That's the farthest franchises have ever gone. And that was phenomenal. And you're playing a team in the LA Kings coming up next that you had beaten during the regular season. And, and you start going, Oh my God, like this could actually happen. And you, they get that buzz I'm getting chills right now thinking about it legit chills that was unbelievable beating the Nashville Predators and it's funny because we talked to, we saw Biss talking about it on Valley's last night they beat themselves a little bit it was Scottsdale one Nashville nothing <laughs> with Radulov oh, yeah. getting suspended yep. for that game so um, my highlight as a career employee of the, of the Arizona Coyotes that was that night which was, was absolutely phenomenal.
0: Craig, Yeah, I've talked about that playoff, uh, the entire run, and it was just littered with incredible storylines, including the Russians going out in Scottsdale the night before that game and getting suspended. But the funny thing about that series to me is after they beat the Blackhawks, there was literally no doubt in my mind that the Coyotes were going to beat the Predators. I never even gave it a second thought that they were going to get past that round. It was what was going to happen after that. So it was almost... I mean, I, w- I was excited about covering the conference final, obviously. that was a that was a big deal. But it was almost less of a big deal to me than the Blackhawk win because the Blackhawk won. a lot of people thought that that team was a cup contender that season. Um, I obviously followed the Blackhawks. I st- still think they had some holes, and obviously they lost Marianosa. but I thought they were going to beat Nashville all along. I just the way Mike Smith was playing and the way that that team had rallied together, i I, I thought it was a fade accompli.
1: But it was a different series. You look at the the Chicago series, five straight overtime wins, and the majority of them were on Mike Smith's Smith's back, clearly. Like, he won that series. No question, anybody that played, coached, saw the games on TV, Mike Smith won the series. There's no two ways about it. Nashville, he he was good, but -hmm. but it was a better team. Like, Arizona was the better team in that series. And to your point, Craig, once they got through the Chicago series, which was an absolute dogfight, I don't know if they ever felt that they were going to lose to Nashville. I just don't think, I don't think yeah. that that was even, you know, Nashville won, won a game, but it just didn't feel like, yeah, they're going to win that series. You just felt that they were going to win that series. It was just different feeling. And it was, you know, the, the buzz in that, in that area of Glendale and going to the rink every night, it was on TV. And there was actually for the first time in a long, long, long time, there was a buzz about hockey in Arizona. And I hope and hope and pray that we get to see that again um in the next few years the decade whatever it takes i want to be around and you know you can call me a wagon if you want to and jumping on i'm all in like i want to experience that again i want to wear white again i i'm i'm in so i hope people that are new to the valley or didn't get a chance to experience that get an opportunity to do that with this team in the very very near future i hope
2: I know. I hope so, too. And unfortunately, the Coyotes aren't in that position right now, like you said, hopefully in a few years. But a team that is in that position right now is the Phoenix Suns, and they're in the midst of their playoff run right now. So if you want to bet on the Suns or any other NBA teams, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And this week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. Plus, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same game parlay doesn't hit. So the Suns are back at it again tomorrow night. By the way, if you're local... There's going to be a watch party at the Ainsworth where the PHNX Suns crew is doing their pre- and post-game show live at the Ainsworth in downtown Phoenix. So join them there. It was a blast. I saw Sean and I stopped by for a couple hours yesterday. Great atmosphere. You don't want to miss that. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner. Of the NBA. And as always, that's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem. Call 1 800 next step. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook for more details. Anything else you guys want to talk about from this game specifically? Or...
0: No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. We're just, uh, we're just uh, still so really dumb. About it. Oh I'm reeling. Gosh. I'm reeling about this. I just can't <laughs> believe what I just Craig
2: thought. is being like, like Petey tonight, like bringing the the, neg- the negative. You're this close. You were this close I know.
0: To, to doing what you tried to
1: do. What you do for 82 day. games to get to.
2: I know we're going to look at this one. I just
0: know it. I
1: said this before, and no one's going to give a shit on May 10th when the ping pong balls are coming up that they went to overtime tonight. No one is going to care. Nope.
0: Doesn't matter. Doesn't
1: if matter. If it at all. if it would ended 4 3, if it would ended 4 3 with the goalie pulled and St. Louis gets an empty net goal, you go, oh, it was close. It was yeah. exciting. What a great comeback. Boko got the thing. Nope. Nope.
2: Even if even if the St. Louis scored in the last minute or something, like yes. they lost in regulation. Still, still that's what we need. That's what we need. Like those close
1: yeah. It's hard. It's hard. And you, you do want to see that in, over time. You, like to Craig's point, that was 23 seconds longer or 30, whatever it was. It wasn't yeah. So it's just you want him to get that pick so desperately. You want him to have the best possible odds. And now I I can't believe I'm saying this. The, the, I, I'm going to be rooting for the Montreal Canadiens to get a point. I'm, I'm literally stunned that I might be watching the Montreal Canadiens play the Boston Bruins and New York Rangers just to see. If I mean,
2: those play. are great matchups if you're talking about original six history. So there you it's go. Not so look at me, of-
1: looking at the positive. So let's see if they can and and uh, watch the scoreboard. Let's, you know, I guess we figured it would come down to this. It's down to two teams. Seattle won again. Um, Seattle's done. So yeah, they'll be out. Yeah, Seattle, goodbye. It. It.
0: Anybody want What's to
1: bet it? on it? I'm I'm betting that Montreal loses
0: all three games. And I mean, it's, it, it, we can have Sean start working on photoshopping a Canadiens jersey on Shane Wright.
2: No, stop it, stop that. Let's look Too at soon. the Coyotes' upcoming who's schedule. The, who's the
0: number
1: three pick? Who's the number three pick in the draft for you guys? You know what? I know, is, Craig? Right now, it's just I don't know. It's Wright. <laughs> <laughs> three is a is a grab bag. Yeah, right no. Now.
2: Um, Okay, this is what's ahead. We better get
1: on the three for the next show, Leah. We better have the three, four, five picks figured out. I'm on it. All
2: right. This is what's ahead for the Coyotes. They got Minnesota and Dallas back-to-back games on the road. Minnesota is a playoff team. Dallas is hoping to get there. Dallas needs every win. We've talked about this last night. It could be wedgie versus veggie. And then, of course, Nashville. So, hopefully, we talked about Montreal's tough path to the end of the season. Hopefully it's similar, a similar experience for the Coyotes with those three games. Minnesota has been really hot. Um, they're 7-1-2 and two in their last 10. So, like you said, they're fighting against St. Louis for
1: home ice advantage. Yeah, there's a lot of still things to be decided. And we'll, we'll step away from the Coyotes for a second to say that there are a lot of matchups that are not determined yet. For the playoffs, and one, the big one we've talked about for weeks is in the Western Conference, do the Vegas Golden Knights get in? Yeah, Leonard. Uh, they have San Jose tomorrow, and the biggest game of the week is head-to-head, Dallas versus Vegas on Tuesday night. If Dallas wins that game, it's over. Yeah. And, well, and Vegas is out.
0: Look, and Dallas' schedule after that is easy, so it, it feels like Vegas has to go 4-0. Yeah,
1: I agree. Dallas has to go yeah. 4-0. Or, excuse me, Vegas has to go 4-0. They have to win out. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I can't. I. You still think Like you always talk about the hockey gods. Two weeks ago, I said, oh, Vegas is going to get in. They're going to get in. Stone's going to come back. They're going to get in. Well, Stone's back.
0: What's the playoff picture in? right now? Yeah. Okay. Here's so if if we want to try and give, mm, you know, some positive vibes to Coyotes fans. can Can Boston catch Tampa Bay? Or is that over now? Might be over now, huh?
1: No, I just had so, that.
0: So 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 okay. So so let me throw this out then because we know we know who who are the uh the Achilles heels for Colorado Avalanche and the Carolina Hurricanes.
1: I don't do you know?
0: It's the Vegas Golden Knights and the Boston okay. Bruins. Right okay. now, Boston would play Carolina in the first round and if Vegas can sneak in and Take Colorado yeah. out. Well, both of those first-round picks that the Coyotes get from Carolina and Colorado would become much higher picks at that point. Look at you. Because it's also based on playoffs. It's not just on your standing at the end of the regular season. So if they if they both bow out in the first round, the Coyotes could get higher picks out of both of those. Or you know even a yeah, mid-range, out okay. Picks so mid-range
1: pick. Okay, so maybe
0: a way to ease the pain of the fact that they screwed up the tank tonight, <laughs> and they're going <laughs> to blow it by one point.
1: Holy shit, Craig, that's actually yeah, positive news. Yeah, like, what, you did, you, did you Wow. Look, everyone
2: can have a vested interest in the playoff race, actually, that right. relates back to the Coyotes. So not Colorado just and vested, Carolina need fair. to
1: lose for us to get better graphics. Don't tell DNVR that. Yeah. Because I don't think they'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, and
2: Robert that. said May 10th is lottery. That's only 17 days away, so that's...
1: Not that we're counting.
2: Yeah, who's counting? <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. I'm so excited for the hockey playoffs, and, and I hope, Me too. again, I'll say it again, there are some unbelievable matchups with unbelievable hockey players coming up, and the next two months are going to be unbelievably fun, and I just hope that that the, the May 10th makes it all worth it. I hope so. Please.
2: Yeah, we made it through all of these games, and let's look at the punch card. This is what we've made it through. All three of us and the chat. This is what pack therapy was every night for 79 nights. This is what we've done, and we're almost there. We're I, almost there.
1: I am stunned. We haven't had the pack Therapy logo out for a while, have we?
2: No, we Don't haven't. We have, we have yeah. not. But can we
1: do a best of? Can we do a best we, of episode? There's so
2: much we can do when the season ends. And What
1: time is it, what time is it in Europe right now? Because I'm thinking
0: Bill Armstrong is waking up and looking at uh, the results and the saying, they did what? Sorry, I went back to it. <laughs>
1: Craig. Is he is he in Europe right now?
0: He is. He's he's watching all the European championships. He's scouting. Oh so Craig what He do probably you think just got off right and Tuesday. Oh my god, one point.
1: Yeah, like, oh my God. Oh um, my it, gosh. Yes. Well, no, okay, yeah, I'm right.
0: Bill Armstrong has said before that you never want to take that that you know that chance to win games away from players. He he would never begrudge a player the opportunity. And obviously coaches and players play to win.
1: No matter where they are at any level, and so you can see it on the bench, Craig. You, you got to be excited for the players, the people in the building, the coaches. They were excited for this game, and good on them. And, and that the, the will they showed to get back in this game, and that's the excitement you got. They're not thinking about the tank or the draft. They want to win the game. So good yeah. on them, and, and that's exciting. And, and I hope, I hope we good can through three more of these.
0: Good well, on since, them. If they since, want to win more games, though, they want higher trap picks. Since exactly.
2: somehow I'm the one leading the positivity train tonight, oh, boy. let's talk about one more thing that's really positive, and that is the fact that all of us are going to be at the last Coyotes home game of the season. Friday, April 29th, PHNX is taking a party bus to Gila River Arena, and if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, what are you doing? A ticket gets you a ticket to the game, food and drink, Josh and Doan meet-and-greet, a shirt, giveaways, raffles, prizes, and Petey and I, confirmed, are going to be on the bus. So Petey has a ton of stuff planned. He's going to do his own giveaways. There might be a live Petey's Puck Talk. He might give some behind-the-scenes stories from the bubble. Josh is going to be on the bus. It's going to be so much fun, so be sure to go to the PHNX locker. Buy your tickets if you haven't already. If you have tickets to the game already – Stay tuned Monday for uh, a way to go. get on the bus. Um, even if you have tickets to the game, but you can still get all of those amazing perks that I just mentioned. Um, so stay tuned for that. And also if you're already planning to be out in Glendale, we're going to have a meet and greet with Josh Stone at the Lola at 630 before the game. So you can get tickets to that as well on phnxlocker.com. So, uh, Josh will be the there, you'll get a shirt, an autograph, a photo opportunity, and Petey and, and Sean too. And I will be there as well. So maybe Craig will make an appearance. I don't know. He will not confirm or deny. Bougie. <laughs> uh,
0: we'll see. We'll see how I feel. <laughs> we'll see who puts into his
1: schedule. I'm I started. Uh, this
0: uh this alternative ticket opportunity has something to do with Petey standing at the back of the bus, you know, quietly holding the back
1: door open and taking money from people. Is that <laughs> all? On all? Why didn't I think of that? That was the plan that i supplement um, my income. I'm excited for this bus ride because the, the, there's, we can, one of the things Craig won't be there. So we can talk about Craig. We can do Craig stories. Is that fair? <laughs> we can there do that. Have it. And they Craig, if you
2: take the bus, then you can, you don't have to like worry about driving to Glendale. Then you just stay over the night, yes. you know, the, but we'll send the bus to come get you the next
0: day. <laughs> oh, great. <There> you go. <laughs> no, you won't. Oh, oh so our bad. We forgot you. <laughs> Chris,
1: they are tied, Chris, but uh, Arizona wins the tiebreaker with more regulation and overtime wins. Yep. So Montreal is thirty second right now. Yes. And
0: that is where
1: they will stay, and maybe that's where we should leave this. I didn't show. say it, Leah it was him.
2: I know, Chris, I is can't. You? It's so negative.
1: Look at Nay's picture. Is that is that never at Leah's house right now? Do you keep hearing the cat? <laughs> Do, you Do you hear heard her? the cat? I'm I have so the cat. Sorry. I just didn't say anything.
2: Yeah, my cat has been no, very chatty tonight. Sorry, everyone. She just wants to put out her two cents. Um,
0: <laughs> so, who'd you oh give the king God. of the game to tonight?
1: Did you give it to Boko again? Yeah, Boko and Mama back to I back nights.
2: Back. I did
1: not give it to Boko, and his with his family there. They were. It looked like if everybody's gonna start crying. You got it, awesome. it, was it. Was awesome. awesome.
2: Before we head out, Craig, I need to ask you, because a lot of people have been asking on Twitter and in the chat and in the Discord, are there any injury updates you can give us besides the players that we've talked about in the last couple of nights, like
0: Richie the, and stuff? Only, the only player that could still be coming back is Liam O'Brien. So that's the only So guy.
2: Jacob Chikorin's injury like was way longer yeah. than they yeah. initially said?
0: <laughs>
2: okay. Just wanted to get some injury updates from you because
0: – Yeah. All those other off. guys out for the season. Liam's the only one that could be back. We'll see. Bummer, hmm.
2: bummer. Well, I guess the rest of the season is really only three games, which is <laughs> yeah. bizarre to think about. Believe it.
1: I can't believe it. A week from now, like what day is he said? A week from now, it's done. <laughs> I yep. cannot
0: I believe it. A week from yeah, right I'll now, have it's done. written like my. I'll have done breakup day. I've written my column, and I'll yeah. be at home thinking, hey, you know, I think Petey and Leah should just carry the show for a while.
2: <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, yeah, you're gonna take a vacation. And that's the last phone, game. That's a, those are the last games on a
1: Friday. The mm-hmm. last games of the league are usually on Sunday afternoon. It's Friday.
2: Well, there's other games in the NHL.
1: Not on Saturday.
2: Well, there's games on May first because they had to reschedule. Oh, they had to they re- reschedule one. because of the the blizzard in Winnipeg.
1: <laughs> there's one game. Yep. So it's it's Winnipeg and the Kraken. HK, <laughs> right? They should just cancel the game. Cancel the game. Like just it do doesn't it do anything for you. Go back team. to back. Who cares? Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Brain. Well, oh, boy.
2: be sure to become a member at gophnx.com if you haven't already, so you can read all of Craig's stuff. I know he has a lot of great stuff coming up about the Glendale years and, like he just said, the wrap up. So you'll want to become a member. You also get member deals on merchandise as well as access to the members-only Discord. So a lot of great perks to becoming a member over at GoPHnext.com. And like I said already, go to the PHNX locker, get on the bus. It's going to be so much fun. Stay tuned for more updates on that at PageNex underscore Coyotes on Twitter as well. You can follow each of us. We haven't plugged us personally in a while, so follow at Craig S. Morgan, at S. Peters Hockey. Follow me, at Leah Merrill. You can follow Sean at Sean underscore Depaz. It's been a while since I've plugged us, but, you know, We're working as a team and then follow PHNX Sports across all platforms as well as subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. And uh, we'll be back Monday with an audio episode. We'll have a couple audio episodes next week, our last three post-game shows of the season. And then uh, stay tuned for our schedule updates coming soon via our Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Guys, anything else? Craig?
0: Prospect report coming tomorrow. And then uh, a couple fun stories coming early in the week that have to do with the the end of the glendale you, you already mentioned the one long story but i got another one coming too and i won't say what it is right now. There. okay
2: there's a tease wow
1: that's a good tease right there
2: pd any i got nothing thoughts? let's okay. go let's get on the
1: bus let's get <laughs> can't on the wait. bus i want to see the last game wait. there you know excited to see the last game there that's I, special I that's Am special I gonna cry Do you think i'll cry
2: I don't probably think. not i I'm, might
1: yeah, you might it's important to you too and we saw your pictures today there so that was really cool you just said different yours is your childhood
2: (laughs) hey your child kind of grew up there my
1: child did grow up there he did and you got to go to the game tonight so i'm glad he got to have one last yeah
2: craig saw him
1: yeah craig saw my son at the game yeah he wants to come to the studio said something about his
0: dad not letting him but i said yeah lee and and i'll take care of that no no.
1: (laughs) bring him in all right yeah
2: Well, we'll see everybody next week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you all so much for watching. We're almost through. We're in this together. Thanks. Thank you all. And we'll see you uh, next week. Have a great weekend.